Camurray. Fiddicky Fidstead, the Fidboy Alerts. Thin Fid, it is Crawdad Brigade. They had to update everything, the firmware. Oh All the firmwares. So firm. Uh, I wore it, and it was firm, and that was good enough for me. I am Stotsy. Uh, Anansi? The spider? No, I'm St- Kaya Squatsy, the documentary. Oh, God. Someone kill me. It's back. You thought we had diarrhea and that we were done forever. But guess what? We only have diarrhea. And we are Mm -hmm. just muscling through it. Swimming through the slop. Oh. A game of the year has concluded for 2019. We did it. We talked about them all. Except for the ones that we played after the fact. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna carry on with this tradition. I'm Brian Garthoff, your Mike Burdett. Hey, oh, two man show, episode one seventy nine. Games gone awry podcast, and we're bringing in twenty twenty with some old games because no good new games are out yet. Nope. Yeah. So um. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Looks like I'm loud, but I also stretched this out a lot. You sound normal to me. I don't okay. know if that matters. Now it looks fine. So it doesn't matter. I'm going to try to not sound too nasally. So I sounded extra nasally at the top. So that way I can uh, out-nasal myself. Um, Set a high bar. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been playing a lot of games. So I, uh, I got a couple game rentals that I did after we did our pod. And... Uh, I've got a good smattering. Started an Apple Arcade trial, and uh, I've done some things. I've uh, moved some things around the place. You know, that's what I'm saying. You put one from this pile into that pile. Mm-hmm. Move that pile it, over there. Piled it over there. This pile becomes the next pile. Mm-hmm. Pile, a tertiary pile. Yes. Yeah. All good things. Um, how many games you got, Mister Michaels? Um. A select few? Very few. Okay. Probably two that I could talk about. Okay. I have five. I won't talk about, but I did play a little more of the Modern Warfare campaign. Okay. Still enjoying that. Haven't played it online in a while. Well, since I played with you last, because my PlayStation Plus expired, and I don't don't really feel the need. Um, Well, I am no longer a patron, so... Yes, you're out. Yeah. 
You're out, Ski. Um, okay, so I'll start off with the ones I like the least. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I started this game, Bad North, Jotun Edition. Uh, it is actually kind of interesting. It's a sort of real-time strategy, but you only have four units on procedurally generated islands, and you are little um, Viking men. And you have three different classes, archers, pikemen, or swordsmen. Okay. And you can level them up twice. You can give them an item that you find along the way. Um, y- and you can recruit a bunch of them. So okay. you can have multiple clans. And eventually, like, you have to rest them after one turn. So you'll have turns where you are skipping and then traveling and waiting. And then while you're waiting, it's sort of like FTL the map of FTL, there's a big wave and you're going from island to island. And so the wave is going over the islands and you got to stay in front of the wave, basically. So it's a minute strategy to the map because you can pretty easily outpace the wave. Um, But I'm playing it on easy. I played through half of it on normal and I thought, eh, let me see if this game gets that much better. And then I started it on easy. Well, I flamed out too. I totally died. Um... And I don't think I'm going to play much more of this game. Okay. It's kind of interesting at the start. It's actually a mobile game, and I think it would actually be much better on mobile. Um, There's definitely some games that you can kind of feel like, uh, this doesn't, like, I'd almost prefer playing it on mobile. Yeah, it, it feels like it was built with that in mind, and it's only five bucks on your on your phone. So it's probably um, worth checking out on mobile more so than Xbox, but it was on Games Pass, and so... Um, like the first hour I played it, I was like, Ooh, I'm going to like this. And then it kind of just was very repetitive. And now I'm at the point where enemy units are showing up that are just more powerful than any, uh, units I can max out. And so it's not really fun. It's just frustrating. And, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of done. So that bad North Jotun edition or whatever, you're Vikings. So it's a Viking word, I guess. Um, had enough of that. I also rented a uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, okay. Um, I played that game probably five hours. Um, I did like four planets. Uh, one you revisit, so I don't know. But um, and you can kind of go in or like after you do like the first first or second planet i think the second planet you have a choice of like oh, do you want to go here you want to go here and like one's a main story one's a side thing so um that game is okay i think that his game is simultaneously better than i thought it would be and also something i still don't want to play well there's a wide gap there yeah um so it is dark soulsy and i don't like the dark soulsiness of it I don't like little Star Wars critters coming out of the ground around the corner while a stormtrooper shoots an RPG literally 10 feet away from his own body to try to kill me. Uh, yeah. So I ended up cranking the the difficulty down. And then even still, I was just like... Nah, this ain't this ain't really doing it for right, me. Right, yeah. Um, some of the puzzle stuff's okay. Uncharted climbing stuff and sliding stuff doesn't fit, really. doesn't feel like it belongs. It's just a way to traverse a level. It seems like maybe that I mean, they were put in a hard position where they had to come up with a game quick, and they actually made a decent game quick. Um, 
and the story seems all right. Actually, one there's a part I don't want to re- really spoil it, but there was like one really cool part in the time that I played it. Uh, it's a planet that you like kind of crash land on, and then you get to pilot something cool. Um, but like there was one a boss fight that was like an ATST, and <clears throat> I don't know. It's just it seems like sort of milk toast Star Wars affair. Um, and if I liked the Souls games, I'd probably like it a lot. But since I don't really like them, mm-hmm. I don't like this a lot. Yeah, they. I mean, you know, it's a classic move. Put a Star Wars skin on X genre. Yeah. They've done it with racing games. They've done it with shooters. They've done it with a Dark Souls now, apparently. Um, they also do this weird thing with the map, which is actually a good map that tells you where you haven't explored and stuff like that. But there's so like there's a couple of planets where there's like these weird things you have to traverse to. So there's paths that you go up that you can't go back on. And then there's paths that you can. Um so yeah. So it was mildly annoying uh sometimes because there would be like especially at the beginning and I don't think I realized that the checkpoints had were fast travel points also. Um but I uh had like to, all I had to do was get back to the ship, and I had a really hard time. And then because it was like Dark Souls, also I like stumbled into a like a mega boss fight, and I was like, not trying to do this. Like, what are we right. doing here? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's it's more frustrating than it is uh good, but it it, it has its Star Wars appeal to it. Actually, I think it actually does um the Star Wars thing pretty well. I I have a pretty good like ten like most Star Wars games are good for me. Yeah. Like there's very been very few Star Wars games that I like actively super disliked. Even if I didn't love them, like Star Wars games in general which is not usually how licensing works with video games. Yeah. A lot of times licensing is like, oh, this is kind of pit but Star Wars is such a big thing. Um and I love it so much. But like mm-hmm. I mean even like KOTOR is one of my favorite games ever, yep. and, you know, all these, you know, so, but this one, you know, I'll probably eventually, I don't know, I don't really rent games ever. If I get into renting, I will try it, but I'm also comfortable with never playing this game. Yeah, I don't know whether you'd like it or not. I don't think you'd like the Souls aspects of it, but, um, like, the story seemed pretty good. Like, the, there was, That's nice. like, and, and there are times when I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a Star Wars game, like. Yeah, cool. right, right. But then there's other times where it's like, this is almost Dark Souls, this is almost Uncharted, and that's, you know, a little too much for me. That's not what I wanted. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's not a bad game. It's just not my game. Not one for me. Ah. Um, I'll let you go. Okay. Do one. Have we not potted since the game of the year? Uh, correct. Oh, okay. That is I might have... Correct. <laughs> uh, yes. I might have more than... Well, it's still... Whatever. We'll just do this. Do whatever you want, girl. Yeah. Uh, I beat Pokemon. Ah. Pokemon, Pokemon Shield. Okay, so you didn't beat Sword, so you don't no. know how that one is. No, not quite. Um, but I did beat it. Um, it was awesome. I buckled down in the last couple days of not being employed ah. before I started my job and was like, well, let me do this because I won't be able to do this much longer. And so I played like six hours a day for the last two days and beat it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it was good. Beat the like gym leader challenge. And it never really got like too hard, but it also wasn't like a total breach. Like I lost the last fight one time before I 
redid it. Um, is this like a 30-hour game? I think I, I had 35 by the end. Okay. Um, I get the impression that it's shorter than some of the more recent ones, but that seems like it's been, about right. Yeah, I'm so f- I'm like kind of out of the loop with the series, so I don't know what a normal runtime is for a Pokemon game anymore. Um, I mean, 35 hours is plenty of time for me. Like, I know yeah. that some people were disappointed with the length, but like, sixty dollars for a 35 hour game is pretty standard. Let me uh, let me defer to. Um Pokemon, how long to beat? Pokemon Sword and Shield, they rate at 25 hours or with the extra stuff, 35 hours. I must have done some extra stuff. Um, Then they rate uh, Pokemon Let's Go about the same, which that was yellow. So, uh, But Sun and Moon was 33 hours and the extra stuff, 55 hours. So that was a pretty beefy game. Seems to be less extra stuff offered, is what it seems like. Ah, yes. Um, so I don't know if a like maybe it took me a long. I didn't seem like I was doing like a a lot of extra stuff, unless like some of the stuff I was doing was extra and I didn't even know it. Um, but also I take my time with those games because I'm enjoy, I'm, you know, I'm enjoying them. It's an RPG. I might have grinded a little longer than some people because it, the game is kind of designed to not make you grind that much. But I also like not struggling yeah so um i did that and i did some item hunting and stuff like that just to make life easier for me um so yeah but i think my final count was like 34 to 35 maybe even like 36 okay. so um it was a very good i i enjoyed it quite a bit especially for not having played a pokemon in many years or new pokemon i should say yeah um yeah, it, uh, a lot of the quality of life stuff that I'm not used to made it way easier and like more respectful of your time, um, and I'm all for that. Although I do understand, like if you are a traditionalist, like not being able to turn off the XP share could probably would be annoying if you like it the other way. Like, oh, I don't think it would be too much to ask to to flip it on or off if you want to. Um, I would never do that though. No, neither would I, but I mean, I, I'm also a person that, like, options are always good, even if I'm not using them, because someone else will. Like, I, looking beyond the scope of how I use the game, like, I just, I don't know. But that uh, development team in Nintendo is obviously very weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so, and then, you know, I I used mostly Pokemon I didn't know, which is part of the, which was another thing that was part of the fun. I was like, I don't even know what, didn't even know what type it was until I would like bring it up and put it in and then kind of flesh it out from there. And then ended up with one classic Pokemon on my team. By the end, I had a Lapras. Huh. So that and then, but everything else was new. My main, I used the fire Pokemon as the main one, which okay. I forget. Machocho. Yeah, Machocho. Chimogo. Cinder Ace was his final ah, form, yes. and he was a soccer playing bunny man. There we go. So that's what I like to hear. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it was good. All right, well, let me get into my next uh, Triscuit. I want to take a moment, pause, and uh, show you this game. Okay. Next up is the first Apple Arcade game that I have to talk about. Actually, it's the only Apple Arcade game. I only tried to. Uh, the other one was like a wordplay game, and I was like, eh, I don't need to do this shit. Uh, so, uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts is a super, super artsy 
uh, game by Simogo, and it is available outside of Apple Arcade on the uh, Nintendo Switch, the PlayStation 4, I believe, um, and on iOS only through Apple Arcade, which is annoying, and I think it's on, it might be on PC. Um, uh, but you get a free Apple Arcade trial, and this game is only like an hour to, or to an hour and a half long. It made some people's game of the year list, and I kind of get why. I'm not into uh, music rhythm games, uh, but this is basically a playable album. Uh, sort of like Thumper, except uh, at the opposite end of the difficulty s- scale, where Thumper is like insanely hard. Although that became a mobile game too, and I heard that one version was easier. Um, Sinar Wild Hearts is very forgiving and chill. And uh, I am much more in tune with that. And I also kind of have a thing for electronic music. Um, and so it's very flashy, neon. A little bit reminds me of Scott Pilgrim. And it's like kind of art design. Um, it's very over the top. You might be um, riding a motorcycle or a car or a skateboard or uh, in some crazy chase. Um, it's mostly swiping and then timed uh, taps when a heart comes on screen. Uh, it's all pretty forgiving. Um, there's not really like fail states that you have to worry about. Like sometimes if you hit something, it'll just like quick restart it like a second in the past. Um, so it keeps the action going pretty pretty fast and the, and the levels are very short. Um, I don't know how far I am. It's not a very long game, uh, but I haven't uh, played too too much of it but i probably i probably did like seven or eight stages um and i think it's really neat i thought it was a a really cool game uh and definitely one for people to check out i think it's like 10 bucks okay elsewhere which i think if you like this type of music that that's how much like an album costs right sure so if you're the type of person who would buy an album you know you get to play this one and that that's really um it but it is like an hour and a half two hours so uh, I'm really into it, though. Sure. I dig what it's... It, because it's something like unlike anything else I play, really. Yeah. And it's... Um, and I mean, not to do... Like, it's kind of a rote argument, but it, I think it's interesting, like, paid $9 to go to a movie that's two hours long, so yeah. fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if you... I mean, if you have any Apple anything, you could try it for free, so... Yeah. That's the, that's the kicker for me, because I probably wouldn't have bought in not knowing what it was like, but then I heard a bunch of people talking about it, and I was like, well, that seems to be the... Uh, one of the high up mentioned Apple Arcade games. There's a few mm-hmm. other ones that I've yet to try that I've downloaded that are supposed to be really, really good. So um, I will check out some more of those. But that's this week's BriOS update. Sayonara Wild Hearts gets a nice. A very nice. Um, yeah, music's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Uh, uh, yeah, those kinds of games. If you can really hook me with the music as part of the experience, yeah, that's gonna play. That's gonna do wonders for. I mean, that would hotline Miami through and through. Um, you know, that's. Uh, I'm trying to think of another game off the top of my head where that's. Yeah, where that uh, Persona yeah. was that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. Like it's just so intertwined in your brain. Uh, yeah, that's that's a. It's a, I think it's kind of an underrated thing. It'd probably be good to play on the Switch, too, I would think. that would. It looked like something that would yeah. be pretty fun to do. That'd on be the, I don't know yeah. about putting it on TV. That might not, you might not get the full... I probably wouldn't be interested in that. Yeah. I'd prob- actually, I'd probably just do it on a tablet yeah. um, if I did, but I don't have any iOS-compatible 
machinery anyway. So well, a lot of this uh, stuff eventually makes its way to Android. The the developer, even though they're uh, Apple Arcade exclusive, whatever they do, they've done a lot of uh, cross platform shit because they did Year Walk. Um, I mean, I'm gonna I'm mm-hmm. here for the Queen Latifah narration. Uh, narration yes. Yeah. So um, and then they also did well. I guess they did do a game that didn't come. It called Device Six. I played both of those games. I didn't even know that this was them. Uh, until I started playing it, and I was like, who the fuck made this? And I was like, oh, that's right, you're really good at making phone games, so, of course. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a super nice. How many uh, more games did you have? Probably three that I will talk about. Oh, okay, well then go uh, step right up. Uh, I'm going to do my uh, update on Death Stranding. Ah, uh, yes, games. I, this needs to happen. It's yeah. still great. Uh, man, like, it's such a weird thing. It is maybe the, in the tenure of all of us doing this podcast, maybe like the weird, like it fits such a different pocket in my brain of, of game, like just something I'm like, I'm like, just, I hold very dear to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird how that experience has come. I've moved into a big portion. I moved into a snow-covered mountains portion of the game. Ah, so that's where I'm at. They are. It is a fantastic-looking uh, landscape and world yeah. that he's made. It, it really is. Like I like the exploring the vista element of it. I wasn't so hot on the wacky stacking. And oh, and the, and the stacks get wackier as you go. Yeah, but um, but I didn't. I didn't even actually think Death Stranding was bad. I just thought it was so weird. And then I was like, "Well, yeah, I could play more, <laughs> but but do I need to?" Um, and so I didn't. I mean, I just had it for a rental anyway. So maybe one day, um, I'll return and revisit. But uh, I think I understand what it's going for in the very least. Yeah, it is. I don't think I understand it itself. No, it is. It, it, but I how understand I like descri- how I would describe it. It's almost like what you it do is in that game. Exactly what you would expect from Kojima on his own. But also, there's no way you can expect anything realistically because that dude's fucking weird. Um, I I heard some of the plot spoilers and that yeah, it's um, it's something all right. It is also it is a continuous like. He, you know how he loves movies. He loves cinema. Yeah, obsessed with Hollywood, and it comes through because you run into, obviously, Dead Man is Guillermo del Toro. He uh-huh. did the motion capture, which at some point this is not really plot spoilers, but he delves into that he was not born; he was created out of dead flesh parts. Ah, there you go. Uh, and he's like a Frankenstein monster, mm-hmm. just out of nowhere. Also, this is after he has uh, taken a shower with you, fully clothed. He's fully clothed. You're showering. Naked? Yeah. Okay. Redis is naked. Uh, always. You can't... Norman's going to take his clothes off in this game, and he's going to take a shit, and he's going to pee-pee. Norman Redis is like this weird vessel. He does not seem human in that game. And I No. Well, it is... It's very much like... I don't know how much... I can't remember how much... If you did at all play Metal Gear Solid Five. No. Okay. It's like that. Remember Kiefer Sutherland? Like Kiefer Sutherland oh, yeah, is the yeah. boss now, his big boss. And it's just like, well, this is kind of like a T-pose thing yeah. to like parade around. In the, but you still get the Norman Reedus. I mean, Norman Reedus' acting style is kind of what you're, he's doing this. The gruff, not saying a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, 
All right. And there's a lot of him talking to himself when he's doing things because there's not a lot of people out. Well, basically none. Um, but so yeah, at one point she's he wants to avoid the conversation oh, being sorry. timefall shaper storms. <laughs> it's one step away from yeah, it uh, is yeah well BTS uh, uh what was it homo demons oh, oh yes I was about to ask you earlier um actually I was waiting for you to say you were playing Death Stranding. Oh, so that way I could say, ah, exercising your homo demons. Yeah, I'm exercising those homo demons. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you shower with him uh-huh. uh, <laughs> to avoid, because like, your conversations are recorded, so he gets in there because it's ah. safer. But he's fully clothed. And then pretends like that he meant to do it. Like he's like, ah, great, clean now. Um, Norman Reedus has named the fetus that he carries around with him now. Mm-hmm. His name's Lou. I heard, yeah. Okay. Uh, at one point in the game, you are without Lou for a bit, and he constantly makes commentary to Lou. He's like, I hope you're okay, kid. And like, ain't the same without you. Stuff like this. Yeah. Um, I've now met Hartman oh, okay. in person. He is motion captured by another film director, Nicholas Winding Refn, the guy who directed Drive. Okay. And Only God Forgives. All right. One of those um, is good. Yeah. And one of those is a movie that got made. Um, he dies every 22 minutes. Um, he's got a defibrillator attached to him at all times that regens him, uh, that resurrects him afterwards, right? Mm. Um, and the three minutes that he's dead, because it, it redoes it after three minutes, he's exploring the other side of death to try to find his dead family. So that's happening. Ah, okay. That old chestnut, that classic, <laughs> yeah. that classic tale. Um, One of those, eh? Right. Why? <laughs> oh, please. I feel. I feel like, and I've heard this from someone else, so I don't want to rip their quote or whatever. Okay. But I do. I feel like he's he's been this crazy in the past and done this stuff, but their character names were never, you know. Memory card reader, man. It oh was, no, you know, yeah, it's, it's right. It's so. Why is it oh, the on the nose naming? Die Hardman, Hartman, and what's the other one? Deadman. Deadman. Yeah. Well, not only that, but as you're going to like when you go to the cities, the knots or uh-huh. distribution centers, the people that are in charge, the administrators, mm-hmm. their names are based on where they are. So, like, if it's, like, Hilltop Distribution Center, it'll be, like, Sam Hilltop Uh will be his name. Yeah. It's fucking weird. So, then there's also... Oh, I didn't... uh, Mama, I met her. Um, She had a baby that was a BT. Um, Ah. And she also has a twin sister named Lachna. They share a brain now. They can mind meld and communicate through each other. What's the girl's name? Fragile? Oh, there's Fragile. Yeah, she teleports. Uh, and she's got an umbrella. And you're Sam Bridges. And Sam you work Porter Bridges, Bridges yeah. right. And you're um, a porter and you work for Bridges. Mm-hmm. So that's happening. What else? Uh, uh, and then there's Samantha America. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Samantha. Yeah. 
and then there's all everyone lots of people are wearing masks yeah there's a lot of masks being worn um first off everyone i don't know i i just still don't know how the online like server shit works i don't know how they tap into who you play with yeah but everyone is always lazy in my game I've built so much infrastructure that, like, I've cut out the work for everyone else tenfold, and I've done it all myself. I don't know what people have been doing before I started playing this game, but not playing it right <laughs> is the answer. The, um, especially going through snow is a bitch, um, because it's, like, fucking hip-deep snow, and you have 200 kilograms or whatever of package on your back, and you're, like... And the snow it is part of the time fall, so like instead of rain, it's snow. Is there a, is there like a, a update system to where when you like get on to where you see like stuff in your past as if it's gotten a lot of likes or it gotten anything? Like yeah, that? it'll update you. Like it'll it doesn't always do it specifically, uh-huh. but it'll just say you've got like six hundred eighty seven likes from four hundred. 40 users or whatever oh okay and then if you happen to physically go back to what you've something you've done yeah you can see it as well display, yeah um because i've done there's been a couple things that i that have got a lot a lot of stuff i think i'm going paths that people don't normally go uh-huh. i do a lot of as the crow fly i go straight so if that means there's a mountain in front of me i'm yeah. just gonna climb the mountain right i don't do a lot of going around it the easy way mm-hmm. which sometimes costs me but also like it's i don't know to me that's part of the fun like right this package delivery um <laughs> uh but man I'm like you eventually can build zip lines that go from point to point. Okay. And I'm building those everywhere and I don't understand why people aren't doing or haven't been doing this. Like I'll see one and then it's not connected to anything. Mm-hmm. And it'll have like t- a, t- a thousand likes on it. I'm like, why do people like it? It doesn't do anything. Um but I'm just taking care of it. So no one has to worry. Uh I'm I'm built I'm rebuilding America not by not. Conan O'Brien's in this game. Yeah. Uh, he gives you a an otter hood. This is a this is a game all right. This, this is a weird game thing. is a game that came out and it exists. Yes. Oh and then obviously Troy Baker's there as yeah. required by law nowadays. Right. He's the bad guy. Well he, him and Kajim's are are buds. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't so. you be? He's you know the weirdest fucking dude in the world yeah but it's <laughs> like i feel like there was always like he had and he i don't think even he built the narrative but like the gaming world was like well metal gear solid's weird man he's just gonna do weird shit do you have an hour count uh do you know I, how much time you spent yeah it, it gives you an hour count in game cons every oh, time okay. you finish a mission it tells you how long it took you to do the mission and then your total time so now i'm on i think 37 hours oh okay um, I didn't play for like a, a week or so because I was just starting a new job and doing all kinds of other dumb shit. Um, and yeah, so I don't know how f- much farther I have to go. I do a lot of dicking around. Yeah. So at this point, like even a, a completion rate for what it's supposed to take me probably would mean nothing. Yeah. Well, I've definitely heard people have spent like 60 hours in this game. Yeah. Course. Which could be, I, 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 I I I know I'm most of the way through America now, so I know uh-huh. I'm getting at least toward it. But who knows what that means in yeah. the end end game? I will say, like, even beyond the weirdness and it being a niche that I fell into, 
like completely. Mm. I think that a lot of it is really just well made. Also, I think the set pieces, some of the set pieces for like boss fight and and events and cutscenes mm-hmm. are very impressive. Um, not to give like too much away, but there's a bit of a time travel element at one point. Okay, because of the like the time fall kind of accumulates uh-huh. and becomes ultra powerful, um, and it turns into kind of a different type of how you play the game and i find it to be very i i loved it and it's kind of done it twice in two separate portions um yeah because because you're like part of it has to do with lose memories um and okay. his and his dad who's mads mickelson uh. um but yeah it's man it's weird and like I would never blame anyone for just like rolling their eyes all the way back in their head with a lot of the shit that goes on yeah. in it. And like, and I would, I wouldn't even be like, well, just, I would just be like, I get it, dude. It's fucking, it is on the edge, if not totally into weird for weird's sake. But I think that dude is just weird. So he's doing things that he thinks are cool. And, you know, avant-garde yeah i feel like he is him unleashed is not peak him but i i you still get like what you came there for with his like weirdness yeah it's it's just like it's so over the top right ridiculous but at the same time like you knew it was going to be a ride going into it. Right. And I, I think that the satisfaction of like the play loop is like, was key for me in that it's like, at its heart, it's pretty simple. You're just going and like you were running obstacles along the way and stuff like that. But you also get lots and lots of tools to make it easier mm-hmm. along with that. Um, but I just find it like very satisfying and relaxing to do it. And that, is is you know kind of like we talked like we're not big into the souls gank i don't like that like high level of yeah constantly being having to be on tip top on the edge same thing why i don't play many horror games that much anymore like i it's not as enjoyable i like being able to like have a guy sitting there for a second if i need to like look around and it's not that high paced Mm -hmm. um and so yeah but there's a Death Stranding update. I'll probably play it a bunch more. I, who knows how much longer I have. But. Yeah, I mean, I think you are in if you've made it this far. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's safe to say that, it, yeah, I mean, it was my game of the year for a reason. Like, it, it was, I almost texted you guys about it. I was like, I'm really glad I made this number one because, like, after I went back to it after some time off, I was like, yep, still exactly what I want from this. So <clears throat> it's, uh, it's a wild ride. Yeah, yeah, I think that, I mean, there's definitely like times when I was playing it where I was like, oh, I get why people are into this, but then there were also times where I'm like, what, what are we doing? Not only here? what, but why. <laughs> what yeah. are we doing here? Yep. Um, all right, my next game, I also rented and beat <clears throat> Control. Control, 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 control. The consensus fucking adored game of the year for a lot of people yeah i got a couple game of the years and uh had a roller coaster of an experience with this game because i was uh yeah i was i was a passenger for part of this via text first time i played it had a bunch of things i found frustrating with it but i do think so i think the premise and 
like sort of the style of the game. Once you start playing it, it just kind of gets more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a good presentation for the most part, um, but like stylistically, I think they they like nail some stuff um, that make it an interesting game where you want to see the stuff that goes on and, and now, what happens. Now, have you even dabbled in any of the previous games by this company, or have you not even played? No, I never played Alan Wake or Quantum Break. Okay. Um, but I... Well, actually, I played like 20 minutes of Quantum Break. I'm not counting that. No, um, I, I respect that. But, um, but yeah, so uh, it's a third-person action. It plays well. Um, what I don't like and what I found frustrating was that um <clears throat> it's just like quality of life stuff that is like missing and i don't yeah. see the point of it missing i uh heard <clears throat> not only you but Ma- uh, hazel who played this game the map seems to be very bad the map is god awful and here's <laughs> the, here's why <laughs> here's why it's not the worst map that's like near automata but Nier Automata is the worst yeah, that's map because map it's like because that's like a crudely like dot map. This yeah. is the worst map because it's a 3D image of a map laid flat 2D. Okay. So you have like let's say and there's the the entire game takes place inside this building that is humongous. And there are multiple floors and sections. There's the executive section. There's the maintenance section. Yeah, like, like every building is required to have and, by law. And and it's very much like <clears throat> there are areas that are gated, and there are areas that are on different floors, and it's all represented in one 2D image. Yeah, that's not good. And it doesn't show you any of that. So if you don't like, like it. If you're like, oh I'm in ventilation, I need to get to the power supply. And it's like, oh, there's a skinny path, you just go straight up. And then you walk to the part of the map where the skinny path should be. And the and it's like uh, this blockaded area. Or there's or there's like Ugh, and, and you like can't that. take it. Or or it's it's showing you something that is on a different floor of that same section of the building. So it's on the map but it's real like you tried to go there and you have to get there some completely other way. And so it like it's a terrible map because it's so frustratingly ma- like unuser friendly. It's and and then also on top of that it breaks. Like you can and this is like a glitch that's been there since this game launched and I played it on Xbox. I guess it's it's in worse shape on consoles than it is on PC. Yeah, that's what um, I heard as well. But uh, you hit up on the map, and the entire map doesn't load, or or the section of the map that you're on doesn't load, and so you're just a cursor in amidst a bunch of names on the map. Yeah. So if the map issue was by itself, that'd be one thing, but uh, some of the early fights in this game are really cheap, and they don't give you like a lot of. Like, it's all, like, quality of life problems where it's just, like, yo, someone should have, like, checked your work. Because, uh, like, <laughs> you you die and your checkpoints are so far away. But everything you did it still counts. So you don't lose progress. You just have to walk around. And when your map is garbage, <laughs> that's bad. Like, having to walk through, like... A very long time sometimes. I guess not very long, but it all feels like a lot when it's just retreading a fucking empty area. Um, 
so that sucked. And then um, the gatekeeping for some of the powers. You get the ability to telekinetically throw shit. Right. And that is the one that you get. And then everything else, maybe not everything else, because you get to fly at the end. But some of the key defensive ones, like the ability to dash and the ability to throw up a shield, are inside missions. That's so, so you counterintuitive. Can go through the, you can go through like three quarters of the game without your defensive abilities, basically. It's ridiculous. Um, then uh, there's just no waypoint system. So like sometimes I'll be like, ah, oh, you just got to the main sector. Uh, we'll go talk to the janitor. And then the, the game doesn't say anything. And and so like you can pull up on the map and it just says like, it'll be like the room's name will be in yellow. And that's how you know he's somewhere in that room. But the rooms have multiple floors. Yeah. And so it's like, if that game just had a waypoint and a good map, it's like half of the problems with it are gone. But like that, the bad checkpointing, it's like an issue. It was an issue the entire game. Um, But the game was good enough to where I was just like, kind of like muscle, like forced myself through it, brute forced it. And then like, um, other than a couple enemies being like kind of cheap, uh, and the fucking final, uh, the checkpointing on the final like big showdown is so ridiculous. It's like waves that you fight, and I died on the second, or no, I died on the third or fourth wave, and it would get checkpointed all the way back to the second. And uh, you're fighting on platforms, and it's easy to like fall off the platforms. So like I died sometimes just because I fell off a platform. Oh, that's such an um, annoying. Yeah, and so, like, it was really, really annoying. But other than that, uh, the game was really good. Like, it, it started, like, once you get enough powers and, like, upgrades for your gun, um, that, like, started to become, like, a really fun thing uh, to explore. There's some stuff, too, with even with that, with the upgrading system that is broken. Um the amount of resources you get seems low. That has like multiple currencies. Uh, when you die, you lose like a thousand and it costs like 20,000 to get a thing and you accumulate it pretty quickly. But like I died a lot sometimes. And so I kept like almost being able to afford one thing and then like had to wait and wait and wait. Um, and then you get these mods for your character and for the gun type. Um, all of it ends up being good, but just like nowhere near as good as it should be. Yeah. Um, Seems like there's just like some missed opportunities. It's just quality of life stuff. Yeah. I, I really think if you like put a fucking extra layer of polish, like that triple layer, triple A layer of polish that's on a lot of other games, uh, if you put that on this game, then it's like like a nine out of ten. But missing that, it's like a seven and a half or eight out of ten because it's yeah. it gets really frustrating. Well, I mean that's going to be something that you deal with. The whole time, yeah. I so mean, if it's something that is, is unforgivable, right? Like, um, it's so it's actively an issue. Those should be kind of the bedrock things that are solid. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, it's prohibitive for a lot of different reasons. It's prohibitive because um, a lot of the side missions have you traversing the the building. So yeah. it's like, man, you, you're already sending me back to areas I've already been in. But there, there'd be like one where it's like. This dude is like, oh, me and my six buddies all had this thing 
can you go collect them? And then they turned to be that like mini bosses and it was actually cool. And I wanted to go and fight them all. And like, boy, I had trouble tracking down two of those because, it, because the map is such a piece of shit. And so like you end up using the in-game signage is a better like fucking, you know, director than the actual map, which doesn't make any sense. Um, so all those frustrations aside, it's a very cool game. The story's cool. Uh, it's neat. There's going to be DLC for it. Um, that would seem to be interesting. Uh, although by the time I was done, I was like, okay, I've had my, I've had my fill. Um, it's a very frustrating game, though. I think that's the the biggest thing. It's just, it's just very frustrating um, at times when it, it really shouldn't be like. Right, no. It's not even especially like, for a, a game that like is so well received and is obviously from a studio that knows what they're doing. Yeah. And is a huge like release that people are looking forward to like for it to be kind of just a weirdly like uh, unpolished like you know what I say just the the stuff that you should nail, the essentials. Yeah. For that to be the stuff that's the hiccups and yeah. the and the missteps is is just weird yeah especially when so many other games struggle with like the finesse stuff like the story and the cool factor and all that stuff that it seems to nail um and then just like yeah yeah, the weird basics there was a time where i had to like take an elevator and then like i couldn't hit the call button for the elevator for some reason and so then i like was like going down the elevator shaft but the game didn't want me to get down the elevator shaft that way and so i died taking like fall damage while i was flying just to land on an elevator shaft that like i wasn't supposed to be able to land on yeah and the first place and it's like okay so i died because the elevator wasn't working and that's where i had to go so like then when i reloaded i had to like i had to like traverse for 30 seconds all the way back to that area anyways and then i had lost literally the amount to upgrade the gun and i was at like a, a part where the difficulty's getting up and so it's just like Shit like that was what what was frustrating about it, but um, it is a cool game. It's hard to I, I feel like I didn't say enough good things about it. Um, once you unlock the ability to fly and stuff, and like once you get a bunch of mods, like you can really spec your character in ways that are, make it fun. Because I had like a charge shot, um, and that was almost like a sniper type thing, and then uh, I had a shotgun that I used, and then I had a rocket. Um, that I use. There's a super fast revolver, and then there's the standard uh, pistol, but it's all the same gun, just morphing into different variations. Of oh, okay. Um, and stylistically, there's a lot of cool shit too. Like there are a lot of some of the places that you go, um, and some of the fights that you do. Like everything's called like an object of power. If it has some like weird uh, ability to it, and there's one side mission, and it's just this guy, and he's um in this locked room staring at a refrigerator and you get up to the intercom and you're like they're like hey what what are you doing in there and he's like oh thank god he's like i I can't look away from this it's i'm on fridge duty uh someone else is supposed to uh come and he never came and i i don't know how much longer i could do this um i need you to help me but you're in the middle of a mission so you can't take it right then yeah and so your character's like okay i'll come back for it and he's like please please hurry and so then like i was like well i gotta fight i gotta see what this is about and it turned out to be this really cool mission and i really like the 
the entire like setup for it and uh like just that little interaction where it's just like oh yeah i'm staring at this fridge it's an object of power i i can't look away from it and uh (laughs) and i need your help like i was like okay cool uh there's a lot of of stuff like that to where it's like uh i want to see what what's up right i have to know what this is <laughs> what it's all about yeah and i think it, that that part of it is um like a very consistently well done like i think they they keep they kept me intrigued the entire time because if i wasn't I, I probably would have stopped playing it yeah um right even though it's it like plays well but just just due to like the things that i found frustrating in it um all right i have one more uh, but what's your next game of Marcus? Uh, I have been. Pl- I played a little bit, not too much, but I played some Shovel Knight. Ah, uh, you gave me a free code for it, so I was able to play it on the Nintendo Switch. Yacht Club Games gave you a free code for it, basically. Yes, essentially. Um, but uh, yeah, so I played a little bit of that. Um, I like it. I think it's uh really well made. Those types of games aren't exactly my cup of tea. Um, mm-hmm. like the side scrolling, yeah, Basham like kind of. Aside from like the classics, like Mario and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like I'm never a big Mega Man fan and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I think it really taps into that like type of game really well uh-huh. um and it's cool and funny like there's just a lot of really kind of dumb little stuff that happens like a lady yeah. that gives you a dance as a as a uh, as a reward for beating one of the bosses oh yeah um and it's like this kind of long drawn out dance like but it's funny yeah um yeah and then you're just like buying so there's like obviously you're shovel knight so you're hitting with shovel and then you're also like you can choose powers on your secondary like magic type stuff Mm -hmm. so i use basically just a straight fireball thing because it's really efficient yeah it works um and then each level is like basically it's broke it's kind of like mega man it's you you choose a boss essentially Uh uh-huh and there's usually like two to choose from, and then it's gate, gates off the progress from there. All the and, bosses are knights, and they're all, they're all cool. Yeah, and they're all like kind of differently themed. Like there's one that's like, was he the Golden King? Or there's King Knight, there's Plague Knight, uh, Specter Knight. Yeah, yeah. There's a um, bunch. Yeah, and so it's, uh, and then you'll run into kind of like mini bosses throughout the levels. Some of them, mm. and then you're just discovering new stuff, and you're like getting pieces of music for the bar for a bard in town and then there's like one like hub town that you can go into spend your coinage and upgrade your health and and magic and or mana or whatever kind of standard fare for this type of game yeah um so i think it's fun i i'm not real good at those games and so i can get kind of like flustered and like Mm -hmm. especially if i lose a bunch but i've uh you know gotten through i think three of the the nights so far yeah, I think it does a good job of of sort of making you better as you go too. Yeah, definitely, and kind of knowing the new. And I think the platforming in it is good. It's pretty like it's not too brutal where it's like no. annoying. Yeah, um, but it's also can be challenging in, yeah. the, in the right way. Um, some of the mo- and the monsters never get too like crazy or out of hand. It's just it is a game that kind of like is teaching you like new things along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This game has been out forever, and people love it. And because I think it does what it means to do really well, 
Um, yeah, not only that, but they just added a new mode for it, which is how they came about anyways, because they just, uh, they've kept supporting this game for like four years with DLC. Yeah, because DLC. Right, because there is more mode. A lot of them you're playing as the knights, yeah. like the evil knights that you're mm-hmm. coming up against. Um, so yeah, I haven't uh, delved, but I, I've played through quite a few, I and mean, I'm assuming it's not that long of a game. No, it isn't. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm probably going to keep playing more of that, and it's uh, I have it on Switch, so it's a game I can kind of like lay around and play while I'm listening to music or something like that. But it's uh, it is uh, it's good. It's a very good game. I understand the hype and the characters are good. It's it's like a very memorable character it's mm-hmm. like it's cool how it kind of became a mascot in its own because it even has its own amiibo and stuff like that yeah um and that's dope because it's uh it's a it's a really cool i don't want to say little game but it's a really cool indie experience yeah um you should look up uh at some point the uh kratos uh cameo that was on the playstation version because i just realized that you won't be able to see that um, and then I think they did Battletoads for Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was originally out on Nintendo first, and so they didn't have that crossover stuff. And then when they came to the other systems, they threw that on there. I played nice. it on Vita, um, and that was a that was a fun way to play that game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good game. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't typically play that type of game either, but uh, it was it was just the right amount of difficulty, which I think is actually one of the things that and the. And the sort of the the fun little uh, the humorous world, it, yeah, I think they nailed that stuff, and it was enough to to get me through it, and I I enjoyed myself. Yeah, for sure, it's it's a it's a good uh, good experience. I like it. My final game is one that I started yesterday, and I have already probably put like ten hours into. Oh boy, it is a game from 2018 that didn't come. Uh, it was only on PC. It did not come to console until like two months ago. Because I totally missed it when it came to console. Uh, but it came to Games Pass. And uh, I'm playing Frostpunk. Frostpunk. Yes. Uh, Frostpunk is... I wanted to pull it up, but we're watching a football game right now. Um, Frostpunk is like Civ, except... You are a bunch of people who are stranded in an icy dystopia. It looks like you you came from London or Great Britain, and uh, and you are in charge of forming a new settlement uh, to shape society and keeping your people healthy, keeping your uh, people warm, keeping your society running. And uh, yeah, and so you have. A lot, there's a lot of shit going on in Frostpunk at first, which, I mean, if you were to pick up Civ, same, but also this, even more so. Okay. Um, And it, it's definitely intimidating at first, and playing it with controller probably isn't the best way to play it, but it is. it works well, and I haven't really had an issue. There's only... Like one time, if I built like two buildings really, really close, and then I'd have to like zoom in and like get right on it to select it. But like other than that, like it's it's perfectly capable on consoles, which is something that you kind of worry about with like games like this. It's always yeah. hit or miss. Like yeah. it's always a little hit or miss. Any type of like construction slash simulation world building type. Yeah, because you want to be accurate, like to a T. Uh, yeah, and you also like. Uh, 
you're doing a lot, and if it's not easy, it can make it tedious. Yeah, for sure. Um, there are only a few things with how it controls that I wish were a little bit different. Like, there are a few... Um, it's hard for me to explain without even getting into uh, what the game is like, though. Uh, so, like, you basically, you have a core generator in the middle. You're in this ice crater. Okay. You have a generator right dead smack in the middle of it. Right. And you have, bang, start off, you have a limited amount of supplies. It's kind of your getting your stuff going kit and workers and engineers. And um, you're going to be in charge of turning on the generator and then keeping it running as it gets progressively colder and colder and colder. Okay. And um, keeping your people healthy, keeping your hope high, and your... um, It's not dissension. Oh, God. Discontent, I think. Low. Um, I don't think that's it either. But, uh, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so you're managing those two meters... You're managing your population's health, and then you're enforcing laws, creating it. You're in charge of the settlement, so you create and enforce laws, and those have a lot of branching paths. Okay, I was going to ask, like... Then you have a tech tree that's separate. So how how much, how sandboxy does it get with, like, law and policy? Um, Pretty good so far. Okay. So, like, because I've... I've decided to make different choices i'm on my third run and i've made different choices each time and it's varied um especially because the more you go in one uh path the more that opens up so like i i didn't even really get beyond like one of my first decisions in my first game (laughs) like one of the first decisions you can make is um whether or not to enforce child labor uh, because you'll have children in your camp from the start, and you're like, well, they could be fucking working, and it's like negative four out. And uh, right. Oh, I also really like that you can change between Celsius and Fahrenheit, because I obviously would go Fahrenheit being right. an American man. Uh, so negative four degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Um, but you can be like... That's much colder than the other one. You can be like, oh, we'll build a shelter for the kids, and people will look up to that, and eventually that branches out to like oh, we'll build an education system for the kids and then they can help us with medicine or engineers. Right. And so, um, like, Or you can make them work at safe jobs in like kitchens and stuff. Or you can then fucking double stamp it and be like, get the fucking kids in the coal mine. Yeah. And like, yeah. So like that is really cool. But then you can also go through an entire playthrough and never even address it. Um, so it's not like it doesn't funnel you into that one spot. Right. Every time. Right. And it's, I mean, there are certain ones that you're going to have to go through. Um, but, uh, (laughs) wow. Nightmare game right now for them. Um, but yeah, it's, it all depends on like sort of like how you want to play it. Um, there's also scenarios. So like Civ, you get the, like the victories, um, but when you're Civ, you pick a civilization and then the, that's what it is. This, uh, there's a scenario and this first one is a new home and then there's other stories that I haven't seen. So this is like the main story, but then there's one where you're ar- the Ark and refugees and I don't know diddly fuck about them. 
this one, the furthest I got is that there's eventually it becomes a huge, like there's a huge storm that just moves in. And I don't know even if I got to the huge storm by the time that it was way too much for me to handle. Um, but you're going to pick shit up as you go. So you have to manage your, um, your main resources are food, obviously. But food is basically broken into raw food that hunters get or, right. th- the, or that you can grow in like heated um, areas where you can grow crops. Um, and then food rations. And then you can like choose to like the quality of your food. Because if you like start like running low on food, you can be like, let's add sawdust to it. Let's put Ooh. sawdust in the food. Or you can be like, no, nah, let's just make soup. <laughs> just I just need more soup. But people don't like the soup. <laughs> and so like, like that's one thing. It's like that because I, I always go with the soup because it's just so much more efficient. And every time I'm like a oh, city overview and it's like, Everyone's healthy. No one says, "Oh, the food's bad." And like, I and hate any, soup. And anytime you can change, like, what you are getting the raw ingredients, you you like throw them in your cookhouse, and you can change it back to like full meal rations and stuff. And and I never do it <laughs> because I'm just like, oh, all you gotta complain about is the soup, huh? Um, but I actually think it affects like their efficiencies even. So like everything has right. like I'm assuming morale will affect yeah like other things. Well, yeah, not even that, but like I think it like affects like I don't know something like there's like every time you make a decision or to pass a law, there's like like three sentences about stuff and it'll be like blue or red pros or cons. Um, but then some pros turn out to be cons too, like it, it, because they can intermingle with other systems in play. Um, so yeah, you want to manage, uh, your food, uh, both the raw and the food rations because you don't want them eating raw food. Um, and then the lumber, the steel, and then the uh, da, 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 uh, coal, which is fueling your generator. Generator, right. Your generator's got a heat range and then a heat power level as you go. And so, and then you want to uh, like optimize it. You want to use like steam technology as you go because it is like a future steampunk setting. Um, there, are, there are fucking like there's crazy shit. Like the, I, you also get to the point where you can send... Uh, teams out looking uh for other survivors mm-hmm. and that's how you draw a bunch back to your camp oh okay and your camp grows um but they'll go to crash sites and settlements and stuff and like early on it's like a story beat um you find an automaton and so then like you can take your automaton and bring them back to your fucking city and you can like move all of your miners out of the coal mine and place the automaton to work the coal mine. Yeah. And he just works at 24-7 and never takes a break. Because right, he's and a machine. He, just yeah. to recharge. Um, and he recharges off these other little things. Like, there's so much to, like, everything that, like, there's still strategy in it. Because you want to build, like, this little steam hub from to recharge nearby the coal factory uh-huh. to get more efficient coal output, uh, which is something I didn't realize at first. But you can also move them around whenever you please so uh eventually you get to a point where you can build them 
and then the, you can make them better and you can make them like ah well they can fucking assist with the infirmaries and shit and so like yeah like there's like some of the other choices some of the choices are just so cool too like stylistically it's awesome it's kind of like got its own snow piercer thing going on right like right, if right. snow piercer if the train crashed and they were trying to figure it out yeah you're in frostpunk okay um fucking uh i, I really want to boot up a, a save that i got for you just to show you some of it but like some of it is like uh people are getting frostbite um should we uh put them all in sick beds or do you want to amputate and then if you choose like amputate it's like well some of them are going to make it and some of them aren't and then once they're amputated they're worthless until unless you like reset and so they're a burden so we could kill them and then it's yeah. like, oh, you want to make a factory? Oh, I guess we could make prosthetics. And then, like, so if you have this, like, early game decision and then you find out, like, like some of your amputees will, like, commit suicide because they feel worthless. Yeah. And, uh, like, it eventually leads back to a point, like, on my second run, I had a huge population of amputees and I got to the point where I got prosthetics and then it was just like, oh, I have 20 new workers. That's awesome. Yeah, and so it was really cool. Um but yeah, I, I just really like the like, you're the characters are trudging through the snow at first. You have to build streets, and then if you build these like steam hubs or anything, you put like any area you bring heat to, uh, the snow melts and it creates an area like the the heat of their houses. So you start off with tents, and then you there you can build bunk houses, and then the uh, actual houses, and then you can like remodel the floor plans of the house so they're more efficient and insulate them further. Um, and so how cold the environment is, is like reflected on what the actual building looks like because it'll be covered in snow if it's not warm enough to melt it. Oh, okay. And then the working conditions sometimes, it's just like, oh, we can't run the hospital right now because it's fucking freezing. Like, it's not livable. So you have to decide, like, uh, well, do you build heater technology in there? Do you move it and move everyone out? Like, there's so many decisions to be made. But it's all very manageable once you know, like, the foundation and you um, kind of run yourself through the course a couple times. The building the roads is really easy. Everything is, like, like pretty self-explanatory once you just know it's an option. But there's so many good options. And then um, you get to a point where they're, like, in the main story where um, someone wants to start a mutiny. And they're called the Londoners. And then you have like a brand, the, your first major like law branch. And this is the only choice that you, I've really gotten funneled into where it's like, hey, do you want to like make this a police state? Like where you start like patrolling it and like security guards, or you can start like fucking like make like your own hit squad, or you can go like the church route. And then you can also from the church route go like oh yeah well we'll do prayer and shrines or you could be like religious fanatics that are fucking throwing protesters like into like like just crazy shit yeah like, so it's like it, it reminds me of darkest dungeon in the way that it like nails the like whole atmosphere and vibe to the yeah game. yeah yeah everything is like super cool um and so whenever i see like that shit pop up i'm just like oh okay this is what you did here and, uh, yeah, I'm still, like, I, I got on the third playthrough and I just saw a fucking thing for a fight arena. It's like, well, you people are fucking, this will raise hope. 
because they'll be entertained. They have something to take their mind off of it. Yeah. And then I was like, that led me to being able to open a public house. And then from opening a public house, it's like, well, well, what about moonshine? And then it was like, I've added prostitutes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so like, and there's always like, like kind of a two-sided coin to a lot of the decisions. Like you can be like, oh, well, the people... um like someone died and we need to to decide what we're going to do with dead bodies. We're restarting civilization. Do you want a pile of corpses or do you want a cemetery? Like there are pros and cons to both. Yeah. Um, and like then from there it's like, uh, well what about funerals? And like, what are like that? Like some of the cool, like other buildings have like abilities to like the shrines and stuff. Like you can have like, like a communion, uh, and eventually like get a temple and like shit like that. And, like, um, yeah, it's just, a, I don't know. It's just a fantastic game. I've probably like played 10 hours in just two very long play sessions now. So it's just, it's one of those very, very addicting, uh, games. And I, and I love simulating games anyway. So this is like, like one of the coolest one of those that I've played. Yeah. And I like, I mean, obviously from my time playing, like the, I don't even know how to describe the choose your own adventure kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like I like you know just p- clicking something and it making a change. And like I was actually going to ask specifically about like so can you like make a crazy police state where it's just like locked down all day? Is like all right, that's fucking dope. Totally. Um, yeah, I I uh, think I'm going to probably look into this game when I get some money because it looks like it sounds like it's right up my alley. Yeah, it's um. um and I haven't had a good like simmy type game in a while. Yeah, it's it's definitely and I think there's not only is there some DLC on PC already, there's some DLC coming out like very, very soon, like like in a week or two. Um so I know it's on PC, but I also know like you could probably get games pass for PC too. And then you get, but you would just get the base version because there's no DLC on Xbox right now. Uh, okay, yeah. But um, I guess I don't know exactly how Games Pass for PC work, but that's how I think it would work: is that you'd get whatever is available on Xbox. Um, there might be some like limitations, but yeah, I have no clue. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's really good. Land, I, I I just really, I really like uh, like when you're sending scouts out, you'll go out to certain like areas where it's like oh it's kind of got a roguelite element to it where it's like oh you went to this cave and it's like they're bears but i also hear people do you want to give it a go do you want to give it a go yeah and then, and then they'll be like uh the eventually you get the like it unlocks the ability to interact with that outside world more and then um like i only made it to like day 36 and then eventually they were like Okay, you can't fucking heat the generator. You need to get the fuck out of here. And they like, they said that they like held my character like over the fire and were gonna burn him alive. But then someone came along and they decided to just banish me instead. Um, and so, ugh. and so, uh, <laughs> sussy. So it's a, it's just got a lot of like really strong uh, writing and and um, atmospheric stuff going for it too. And I think that is, you know, sometimes half the battle with these games because they can be so plain and like vanilla. Um, 
even like Civ sometimes got that way where it's just like, oh, okay, I've seen this before. Where, whereas this is like, oh, there's a good amount of variety here. And if this game is going to have a bunch of DLC and then multiple scenarios that I haven't seen, I'm like, ooh, well, I could see myself playing this. Like, I don't know how long the run goes in terms of like days either. But you have your tech tree has five levels, and I have gotten to the fourth level. Now. Oh, okay. So, so that's a pretty good, hefty way through. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to give it a poke. Uh, I'll probably even do some of the fun stuff. Like, I looked at the achievements, and they'll do the, like, the one was, like, worse than London. And it's, like, never build houses, only build tents. Oh, okay. That's, so, yeah. So, like, it's the like super savage. Yeah. <laughs> the game starts off at... Uh, like negative four, but like where I was at, it was like negative ninety, and so Good Lord, like one of the ways actually, what I fucking love about uh, the it too is like one of the ways that I crashed and burned was like morality decisions because uh-huh. I got in into like a month through, and I was flush. Like I had a huge sickness problem, but then I finally like did the prosthetics and like I fixed up everybody, and then like I had. Uh, what the fuck else was I? Oh, I was having like a cold problem. I managed to iron out most of my issues. And then it was like, you found these, you found these people, these other survivors and they're coming. And then the first wave came and it was like, this is 70 people. And I was like, oh, that's quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I had like, I think a population of like 200 some at the time. And then they're like, 10 of them are sick. And they're like, you want to take everybody? You want to take the healthy people? You want to tell the sick people to go die? Do you want to turn them all away? Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, bring them in. And I was like, I'm flush. Everything's good. And then like a week later, another round came. And it, it was another 70 people. And there were like 30 of us are sick. Oh, boy. And then, then a final 70 came. And it was like, yeah, like. 60 of us are sick. Jesus. <laughs> and, and so, like, because I was playing this certain way, I just I just said, fuck it. And I was like, get everybody in. Get everybody in. And then from there, it was just like, oh, I was not prepared for this. I did not have enough in the reserves. I was not ready. Like, I couldn't. I built all these homes. I can't. I can't heat all these. I can't. Oh, God, I can't feed everyone. Like, it, it just it went um, into a tailspin real quick. Um, but I had a lot of decisions that I made personally that led to it. So I didn't yeah. feel like it was being unfair or anything. Right. I felt like I was just like, well, I've really decided to say fuck it and bit off way more than I could chew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this That's time part around, of the fun, though. yeah, this time around I'm, I'm set up quite nicely. So I will be interested to see how fucked things get. Right. Um, because unlike Darkest Dungeon, I don't think, I don't know if this game has that like unbeatable like uh reputation i don't think it does but it is definitely a challenge and there's a definite like a lot um that you have to figure out on your own and even like looking up like i I watched two tips videos earlier today and i was like ah i will do that okay nice you can take the like little steam hubs and they're just like a little area that will like heat a radius of buildings Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh well i'll put these out by my like uh like away from my housing but i'll schedule them to turn off when people leave their jobs 
So that way I'm saving on my coal. Yeah. It's like little things like that. It's oh, just okay. Like, like, ah, yes, it's finding a way to like almost be a cheapskate with my survival resources. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I probably went on too long about that game, but I really, really. No, like I don't it. think so. I think it sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, and you I sold think, me on it. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh, I don't think it's like a sixty dollars game either. I think it's like a twenty five dollars game. So oh, that's even more attractive. Now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's good stuff. Frostpunk. Uh, do you have a remaining game? Uh, yeah, the game I've probably been playing most over the past two weeks or so has been uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. Ah, I thought you were going to say hearts on your phone. Uh, no, I've been playing a lot of Chase the Bitch on my phone, yes, but... Ah. Uh, no, uh, Magic, the Gathering, Magic the Gathering Arena. I'm a sucker for trading card games. Uh, I've been playing Hearthstone like pretty much daily since it came out. Um, now I'm playing this a lot because Magic the Gathering is a better card game. That is the card game. That is how I met you. Was yes. Magic the Gathering. Um, and so it is um, awesome. It is free to play and has the same kind of conventions where you're earning currency and that buys packs. But unlike, you know... I never buy packs in uh, Hearthstone because it's just not... You get thrown a lot of cards anyway with yeah. other things. But in this game, um, it's like opening up um, you know, a pack of magic cards. Pack magic cards, yeah. Yeah, so you get your one rare and then you s- there's a, a joy to it seeing whether it's going to fit in your decks or not. Um which is always good, and then you, the disappointment of getting one that is stupid or crap or just is not anything you'd ever use. But it's like a real feeling because that's how it was for, you know, a decade that I played that game. Right, yeah. Um, we played a lot of Magic. Yeah, like, yes, it was pretty much probably our main pastime there for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm doing it in video game mode, and it is, uh, it's fun. It's It's like the currency is... I would say a, a little slow, but like I, I earned like two packs just playing for a couple hours today. Okay. If you're getting your dailies and weeklies, like those games, have, like a lot of those right. free games have. But um, I haven't bought any currency yet because I'm not. I'm a little low on cash uh, right now. But I probably will end up spending some money on this game. I've spent money on Hearthstone over the years. Um, this is PC only, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I wonder if there's a Mac version. I could totally see myself. Yeah, it's playing magic, right? Because and it, it's magic, and it, it, it that is exactly what yeah. it is. And like, the thing is, you can kind of tell, like, when you're playing, I'm I'm already in the gold tier in uh-huh. ranked matches because I know how to play magic. Right? There's probably a lot of people playing this game that it's a video game and it's free. I just want to play it. Yeah. And I am a magic player who's playing this. Yeah. So I am, you know, juking the stats a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's good. There's a lot of cards I don't know, and the, even mechanics that weren't around when I was still playing. Right. But it's magic, so... And the way the game is set up, it's you can hover over the card. It tells you what the mechanic is mm. and what it does. And then it... The beautiful thing about putting a game like this into digital is your life is taken care of for you. Your mana is spent the way you want to spend it. There's no miscounting or anything like that. There's no continuously asking. Like if you play, for example, an enchantment that gives your creatures um, vigilance, which is attacking, doesn't cause it to tap. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A little up the nostril there for verbiage. But, like, it will put it then on the creature. So if I hover over my opponent's creature, even if it doesn't have haste or trample, yeah. if something is giving it from it, from an outside source, it will put haste and trample on the card. Convenient. Yes. Because it does have it right. now. Um. Yeah, it's just it's it's really like really cool. And then there's like different play formats you can buy into, um, like draft mm-hmm. drafts and do that. You can play um, like Legacy, which is the older cards. Right now, I just play the standard format, which is like two the past two sets. Okay, and then the current core set, which I think is now twentieth edition. Right. Um, Jesus. Right. Um. And so I use that, and I play. So I've I've already built like they give you pre-built decks, but then as you build cards, you can like kind of have them auto optimize it for you, which I did for a little bit until I kind of got the grasp of what my cards were doing and what style my decks were. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you can just build your own. So I have all kinds of different freaking decks, and I'm just like old school where I play with one for a while and you're going to have your favorites and then mix them up and then mm-hmm. maybe you get a card and a pack and a rare that fits right in or get something that's so good that you might want to build a deck around it so then you tinker around with that um so yeah it's really fun it's really well made and for it to be free on a basic level yeah like like i said i've spent nothing on it so far just dicking around and and uh earning the pre-made decks and then altering it the way i want to yeah i gotta look in and see if there's a way i could play this game. yeah i think you would li- i mean if you like magic what you do it is a good way to play that yeah and it is user friendly um there's only been a couple times when i've like done something like miskeyed or not keyed but like misclicked or or been confused about a mechanic and then immediately after i saw what i did wrong i fixed it oh mac version is due out this year Okay, good. Well, yeah. maybe someday soon we'll be playing each other. Yeah. Digitally. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I fucking love magic. I, like, And you're getting into it again, you get, you're obsessed with, you know, the mana ratios and which ones do what, and then getting a good card and finding these combinations that, um, that work really well. Like my, fa- I'll just, not to get too into like the dynamics of my favorite deck that I have built so far is a, a black blue it uses i don't uh it's a mechanic called surveil which when you sur- it'll surveil a number and then you get to look at that number of many of cards on the uh top of your deck and then you can put it back or put it right into your graveyard so there's kind of like a give take of like you can mill yourself with these cards but if you're getting to the cards you really want it's just a really cool mechanic and oh yeah it's you know it's magic yeah. So. Yeah, it's not even like a question of whether I'd enjoy it because I love magic. So yeah, it's like and that's why, like <laughs> when I when I started when I got, it, I was like, I remember hearing about it. Yeah, and then I was like, isn't there a magic game? And then somebody, I think somebody tweeted about it, or even somebody was talking about playing it in their game of the year. Because I don't think it came out this year. I think, but I think like they've added stuff to it or something. No, it, so it like officially released this uh, year or 2019 w- for Windows users in September 2019, but it was in a beta state since November 2017. But they also came out with that um, Magic Duels for mobile, and I remember trying that and being like, okay, this is all right, 
but in terms of like quality, it's kind of like, like a shrimp stone played better yeah and this you know. is not like i still am play i played hearthstone a bunch today already yeah now it's just this sad desperate thing of switching back between two different card trading games, card yeah. games um but yeah it looks like you said it wasn't so then once i was like oh it was it was i think it was um i think it was matt rory actually um talking about because yeah if it's if so it's only been officially released for a couple months then um and I was like, oh, that's right. There's a magic game. And I was like, isn't it free? And I looked it up. I was like, it is. And then started playing. I was like, yep, this is magic. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Because in the previous, there's been like kind of outsourced programs that you could use to play, like almost like tabletop programs. Mm-hmm. But like they don't have the art and stuff like yeah. that. And it doesn't have the rules and regulate. Like you could have someone doing whatever they wanted yeah wasn't one called like legends or something yeah there's one i think was it called i think there's one called like octagon or yeah i remember you told me and i looked into it a little bit but i never i it was never quite what i wanted no and it was more of a like that was something that if you didn't have someone specifically that you knew using yeah. the same thing and doing it it wasn't that great right um it was more almost just like a template um, but this is like the full fledged thing and I haven't really there's some there's gonna be some stuff I explore. I wanna know what all the cards they do have and I'm assuming they don't have everything. Mm-hmm. But I would like to look into like the older sets and see if they have a lot or if they just maybe have put in what's come out since the game started. Um but I mean a lot of it's new to me, so that's kind of fun exploring these new cards. Oh yeah, yeah. And seeing the crazy shit cuz now there's all kinds of stuff like even when I was playing planeswalkers weren't really a thing, and now mm-hmm. that's a thing. And not only that, but there's like just uncommon legendary creatures now, and then like uncommon planeswalkers that do kind of like less little moderate things. Um and then there's obviously like mythic quality there's like yeah. rares and mythics which is at the next level up. Yeah, there's like fucking over decades worth of shit. For yeah, because we've been out of the yeah, yeah. I think every I think every now and then I would buy a pack out of novelty. Yeah, like just to spend three bucks to be like, what the fuck do these cards look like now? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that was like an obsession for years and years. Yeah, and so it's it's fun to get back into it and not have to worry about carrying around a box of physical cards oh i enjoy the aspect uh, of i mean i still physical. do love that i still have my box of magic cards what like two feet away from me um i was just looking at magic cards in this household last time i was here yeah um because it's fun but yeah it's it's great and so like it's good it's cool to see like the new cards and kind of educate myself while still like having that muscle memory of like counting out your lands taking risks on starting you know the gambit of like I only got two lands, but hey, what if I draw two out of the next three? That should be, and then you fuck yourself because you're yeah. an idiot and you should have <laughs> just taken a mulligan or a new hand. Um, you got greedy because you had like, oh, my fucking favorite cards in the starting hand. Here we go. Um, but yeah, so I've already built like six different decks of different types and rotate in and it stays, you know, games like that stay fresh cause you're never playing the same opponent mm-hmm. and you're never drawing the same cards. And then if you're mixing up the decks also, so those games are so appealing to me, yeah. it's never the same thing. Right. Um, huge amount of variety. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, it is a lot of fun. It is really well made. Um, and I, ha- I mean, I'm still kind of in the, n- n- the, uh, honeymoon stage with it. But uh, I haven't got into... There's, like, cosmetics. You can buy different card backs and all kinds of stuff like that. You can make some of the cards animated. 
um, kind of little fun little stuff like that, which I probably won't ever really delve into. Um, but it is uh, very, very neat. I have had uh, very few issues with it. Haven't had to spend money, and I've already sunk several hours into it. So Nice. Yeah, I will hop all over that when I get the chance. I look forward to it. Yes. Uh, right. Well, that is, uh, that's what we've been playing. Uh, stuff for the future. Uh, games that are coming out this year. Uh, pretty sparse early We're on. We're in a little bit of a, a wasteland here the first <clears throat> three months. Yeah, I would say so. Um, so nothing really came out, uh, in December that I was interested in either, you know, but <clears throat> let's take a, let's take a walk down 2020. I would like that. Walk down 2020 with me here. Uh, first off, a game I was tentatively interested in. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yes. I've decided <clears throat> I don't need to play this game. Uh, after watching some gameplay, it's kind of like an open world action RPG, but it's also kind of like a fighting game with the battle system. And uh, while it looks really cool and harkens back a lot of uh, Dragon Ball Z nostalgia for the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. which I think is, that's the entry point. Yeah. Um, uh, like that seems super cool with me. I don't actually think playing this looks that good. So I'll wait and see. Obviously, if the reviews are really high, it comes out in like six days. Um, then I would I would consider it. Um, but I'm probably gonna give it a hard pass. Um, although I I don't know. Maybe it'll be one that I rent and uh and change my mind on. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> then it's another wasteland. Uh yeah, I don't even know, man. There's like literally nothing in January other than like a fucking, you know, console port of Pillars 2 that even sounds cool, like to me in the very least. But it's like Mega Man Legacy Collection, the, the VR Walking Dead thing, DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3. When did Doom get pushed back to? That's in March. So we'll get there. But um but yeah, January is a total apocalypse. Um February not much better. But yeah. there is Dreams. Dreams is February 14th, which is a good time for that game to come out. Um <clears throat> Yakuza 5 is getting a remaster cuz I guess that was not on PS4. I don't know what uh, anything about that shit cuz isn't yeah. Kwami 1 Kiwami is like they they went back to and remastered like the first game I think right, but then in the same year they did the fifth one or something or well no they did the whatever the latest one is yeah yeah so I mean what are those games I don't know <laughs> uh, the, do you I mean beat I people of, up I kind of know yeah they're kind is it of like, like third person action games yeah like weirdo open world side stuff like a lot of side stuff to do yeah are you know. like owning a bar are you like a you're like well obviously you're in yakuza i'm yeah. guessing so Kiwami like, was a ps plus game and i've i've downloaded it because i was always planning on like oh well i should why i should I not check own these that? games out i don't know 
Um, okay. Mm, so but anyway. Dreams comes out in February, uh, on my birthday, February 14th, which is a good time for that game to come out because it seems like it'll be, it'll be front and center in people's minds. Um, I mean, people, the people that are in on that thing have been in on it for a while now, though, so. Yeah, uh, Vanquish is getting a, a PS4 and Xbox remaster. Uh, and then. Now, what like, is that game? Oh, I mean, you know, I know Vanquish. of Vanquish, but I don't know. Vanquish, I've... you might have seen it in the past. It's the like power slide robot third person shooter that was on PS3. It, w- it was Platinum Games. Okay. Um, people really like Vanquish. Yeah, I hear a lot of people talk about it, but it was a game that totally went. I remember when it came out and I was watching um, someone I know play it and I was like, oh, this looks ill. Like, what, what the fuck? I should play this, and then I utterly forgot it. So I, n- I never makes did sense. Play it. Um, but yeah, it's got quite a little following. Then there's um, what is that? Oh yeah, I think there's that that new Ori game comes out at the beginning of March. MLB the Shoe, um, Neo Two. Not interested. Uh, then we get into uh, March twentieth. That's when I become interested in uh, what's going on. There's an Animal Crossings game and Doom Eternal and Doom 64 being remastered to all the systems. So, okay. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, Double Doom and Animal Crossing here to save the day at the end of March. But that's not until March 20th, though. And there's like diddly fuck. I still don't know what the fuck Persona 5 Royale is. But that's March 31st. And then... Uh, I guess it's supposed to be... Pers- it's like Persona 5 Golden. Oh, okay. Okay. That That's all you need to say. Yeah. Um, then uh, Resident Evil 3 uh, comes out. The remaster, obviously. Remake. Uh, April 3rd. Is it weird that that's coming out that soon? Have they just been working on that the whole time? And we're putting like- out like one Resident Evil game a year. Because even the year before... RE2 was RE7, wasn't it? Or was it two years before? I think it was two years. Maybe. But they've been very steadily putting those things out. So. That's enough. I mean, cause even that whole ecosystem is so fucking bizarre. Uh, I mean, I really like two, and I played the remake of one, so I will gladly play the remake of Nemesis. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like bad. It's just weird they were like all right we make this type of game for four games and then they got to five and they were like i don't know what if you shot more what if it was a shooter game and they did five and six and everyone was like we hate you and then they were like i don't know first person survival horror and it was like huh and they're like we remade your favorite one here play it and they're like this is really great well we're gonna keep doing that like, are you going to make a new one also at some point? It's we. I just, it's very bizarre. Oh yeah, I imagine. Yeah, they'll go back. I mean, seven was generally really well received, right? Yeah, yeah, people like it. I never um, even slightly. Although I, in I mean, it, so. I if at this point, if if eight was just like a new take on like what they did with two, I'd be like all aboard. So like, I, I would be more excited for that. If they can, I think most the people would. If they went to like that way, yeah, the th- over the shoulder. But you could do whatever at this point. You could do. I mean, both are good, so you could alternate. I just think, yeah. I, I mean, I think at this point they're going to avoid the five and six thing. Yeah, but I mean, they might put the fucking throw Resident Evil Four on PS Five and Xbox Series X and just make it super sexy and fucking up to date. Um, that would be cool. 
I mean, they've released it on everything already. Yeah. It was a Wii game. Um, Leon S. Kennedy. April's when things really heat up, though, because that's on April 3rd. Then Cyberpunk. It's April 16th. We'll see if that doesn't get delayed. And then that Gears Tactics game comes out April 28th. Uh, and I am suddenly excited for that because I just played a good Gears of War game. And I like tactics games. Um, some Predator game that I don't remember if I saw or not. The Avengers... Like Predator Predator? I, don't, I think so. Um, but I don't... I don't remember if that's like Friday the 13th game or not. Um, the Avengers game is supposed to be out in May. We'll see if that makes its mark. And then Last of Us is supposed to be out May 29th. Last of Us Part 2, excuse me. Um, and then delayed as of right now was that Ubisoft Gods and Monsters game made by the Assassin's Creed folk. Um, Watch Dogs Legion has been delayed out of the um, start of this year. Uh, we uh, not to interrupt. Oh, yeah, I'm interested in that answer. I I should go back and play those games. Um, I guess you should play the second one. But if you want to have a funny time with a bad game, then play the first one. Uh, we uh, took a year off from Assassin's Creed again, right? We there was not an Assassin's yeah. Creed last year. Okay. Yeah. So I expect there'll be one at the end of the year. Um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remastered. What kind of that game got is that? Back. That was the GameCube Final Fantasy. Is it just an RPG like the other ones, or was it some... Yeah, I think it was a oft-forgotten uh, one. But uh, funny enough, I almost bought a GameCube because of this game specifically. Were they and like so, chibi-looking? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and also a remaster of 13, or remake, excuse me, of 13. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 13, the cel-shaded game? Yeah. That was the fucking first game, I feel like, that really was like putting cell shading up your ass yeah so that uh those were all delayed those four um so i may i i and i uh d- did you already mention final fantasy 7 uh no isn't that supposed to come out in oh yeah totally gloss <laughs> sorry um uh, march 3rd so that's okay. before doom so that may be if you're interested in that bad boy i am if it, if it makes the date um it won't uh, <laughs> Those square games tend to come in hot and tend to come in rough recently. I think that's been like a pretty big trend for them. Final Fantasy 15 was rough. Uh, the last Tomb Raider was rough. The last Just Cause was rough. Was the last Tomb Raider rough or was people just sick of Tomb Raider? Uh, it was uh, a both. Okay. I mean, it rough at, uh, at launch is what I mean because I... I actually bought it at launch and played like five hours of it and then never went back to it. Yeah, for I like played through the first two kind of almost like I know there's a third one coming to get hyped for it and then loved both of those games and then was like, I'm just not going to play this. I mean, I eventually probably will, but like I I don't know. Yeah, I redownloaded it because it was on Games Pass, so I redownloaded it and so I might uh, give it another poke, but it's not high on the radar. Um, yeah, so uh, that's the first half of the year. In a nutshell, obviously this year we'll have How new did consoles. I get in this there you go, and then new consoles, and so that brings a lot of excitement. I love new hardware, new hardware year. Especially um, by that time, I will probably have plenty of money to get it immediately, and then be mad that I got the one that doesn't work uh, totally right, <laughs> and then two months later be like, should have waited. 
Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm super, super, uh, super excited to see how uh, PS5 logo got released. Yes, uh, it's a PS, and then they put a five right there on the mm-hmm. end. There you go. Um, classic, classic move. I don't know what people were expecting. Uh, haven't they always been like the same? Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's basically it. I don't have too many games that I feel like pressed to play. Like I still will play Outer Worlds. I still will play. I will retry Outer Wilds. Well, I'll give it a, a chance in the first place, I guess. Um, yeah, I do want to. I want to tip into that because Mr. Matt Hazlett has singing its praises. Yeah, I've heard plenty of uh, yeah. reasons. Yeah, but people fucking love Sekiro too. So yeah, well, good I, reasons is what I should. Oh, say. okay. Well, um, that's, yeah. There's a world <laughs> of hurt in between there. Uh, but yeah, other than Disco Elysium, whenever that gets ported. I'm pretty much uh, banking on you know whatever comes to Games Pass. Yeah, I'm and, uh, uh, and the backlog. I'm gonna do my stranding, finish that up, and then I still need to finish RE2. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you'd give it up on that. Not, I mean, not officially. It's a fun end. I want to. I want to finish it. It's not that long of a game. No, I'm no. just a baby. I beat it in like baby time in like three days when I got it. Um, yeah, like it's just the way I the way I have to process. I'm gonna just do. I like to do it in like half hour chunks. But that's, yeah, if you find a good place to stop, that is because that's a game where that's very important. <clears throat> All right, well that'll put the bash on it. Uh, big boy, bad boy, hard boy, soft boy. Uh, put every boy that you can. Uh, in it and around your mouth. And that'll do it for this episode. I like it. Uh, things got weird and sexual. Whoopee! Oh, yeah. Fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye.